Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit the Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Jerry Seinfeld, and why are you listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show? Don't forget, The Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. So don't forget to miss it! Kimmer thought he wanted a career in radio. Well, yeah. Turns out he only wanted the paychecks. <laughs> well, the Kimmer Show I on bet. News Radio 1067. I lost out on both counts. I... <laughs> Look out. 12.04. How's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 106.7. Happy Tuesday. Kind of a cloudy one there. It's all good, though. Old team's aboard. Nice to have you with us. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 106.7. Here's that number, 844-404-1067. I know it's not 404. It's 404. You're going to have to get over it. 844-404-1067. And remember we had a big fight? Someone called me and argued with me one time on the radio years ago and said, there's no such thing as 770. It's 770. I said, oh, yeah? So I hit uh, information. And I dialed 411, and it said, give me the number for what, uh, I forgot the business I knew was in Fulton County. And she said, the number is 770 You know, I said, see? Anyway, try to hose the Kimmer. All right, we're, oh yeah, 844-404-1067. All right, <laughs> we got a billion things going up, including Duran Duran. This was the day Simon LeBon of Duran Duran on this day in 1985 was on a yacht during a race off the British coast, and he fell off. The yacht capsized, and he had to be rescued, and the rescuer received the Medal of Bravery. This is kind of cool. Uh, let's see, a birthday or two, uh, the hideous Anna Gunn from Breaking Bad. We don't. We didn't like her. We, we, she was not, we didn't, the wife, Skyler, yeah. We didn't like, she was snotty. She, she just was, you know, she came around where she started helping him. But, you know, for some reasons, well, the problem is, of course, you know, we're rooting for the bad guy. We're rooting for a meth cook, you know, so what's that? so that can't be good. You know, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're rooting for the meth cook who murders people and runs them over with his car and shoots them in the head. And so, you know, but we didn't like her. She was just, you know, just snotty. And then she cheated on him just to, you know, get him back. Yeah, chicks, man. Anyway. Also, uh, a sad note, uh, this was the day, 2014, one year ago today, Robin Williams killed himself in San Francisco. And, uh, in fact, somebody asked if we wanted to play some old sound bites, and I don't want to reminisce on it. I mean, it's just, it was a, I just, you know, I mean, I'm mentioning it, and uh, you can probably have a memory or two, and that's fine, but I don't want to dwell on the name there. <laughs> What's I mean, that? Don't make fun of dead comedians unless they're Bob Hope. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Still one of my favorite all-time bits, by the way. Uh, all right, anyway, it's only Kimmer. We got a brand new song coming up for you too. And uh, oh, by the way, this was also a, an interesting day in history. This was the day in 1984 when America and the world heard this legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. 
That was Ronald Reagan during a voice test for a paid political ad. Uh, Sign legislation, outlaw Russia, begin bombing in five minutes. And uh, the world went nuts for a while there, and Russians went crazy. And anyway, that's that was that was 1984. Wow. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. New song coming up for you. We'll talk more about the Ferguson riots. And by the way, what 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 now? I mean, what's the reason for the latest outrage? I heard one protester being interviewed, and the guys and the reporter said, "Why are we here a year later? I mean, what, why are we even doing this?" And she says, "Because we want change. We want justice." Hey, wait a minute. First of all, Michael Brown was a gangster who strong arm robbed a convenience store, and then his his buddy who was with him next to him in the video in the, in the surveillance camera was the one who lied about hands up, don't shoot. And Michael Brown tried to kill a cop. So you're celebrating my burning down your town, and then a year later you want justice? Hell, the cop lost his career forever, and the, the, I think the mayor's gone, the chief. Is gone the head of the uh, city council uh, they upheaval everywhere in the in the political i mean what do you want what more is there stop burning down your rape breaking your own town you idiots god anyway we'll get to it um oh what do you hear about the north carolina commissioner the head of a commission in north carolina the uh, commission decided they would allow any legitimate religion to do the invocation before their meetings and most uh, most city governments and county governments have an invocation or prayer you know, before they have their start of the meeting. And so the, the other night, uh, the, the uh, special invocation was by an Arab who started doing the Muslim prayer. And the head of the commission walked out. So now they've had to make a few changes. Also, we'll talk more about Donald Trump and Megyn Kelly. The candidates, uh, he'll lie, Rodham, Rodham, is given it. You know, that's the thing about the Donald. He, he gave Hillary Rodham, Rodham an opportunity to blast Republicans. And it's just, you know, it's just, yeah, it's killing me. Donald Sterling suing his ex-tramp uh, uh, via Slediana and also TMZ for the slanderous uh, invasion of privacy. Uh, David Beckham, whether you should allow your four-year-old kid to be sucking on a pacifier at four. That's a little old. Do they, don't they have the thumb medicine stuff? My mother, you, I was a thumb sucker until about two years old. My mother, uh, hey, hey, ho. Uh, my mother put that that awful tasting stuff on my thumbs. Mercurochrome. That's why my dad. Well, put on I, mine. I, I don't think it was. Mercur- it might have been mercurochrome, but it was. Su- it was a thing Which that parents poisonous. used to get, and, and they put it on your thumb, and you don't want to suck your thumb oh. anymore, and that's what cured me. Mercurochrome. Yeah, well, mercurochrome is from medicine, but, <laughs> but this was something else. It was like a. It was like a paint almost, and you and well, you stop sucking your thumb anyway. We'll talk about that. Four years old is way too long. Uh, the White House special aide. Uh, takes a shot at her boyfriend with his own gun, a police officer, after a love triangle spat. And uh, Putty Tat released an announcement saying he's really working on his short game. So that was kind of uh, special. Uh, we'll talk about um, Mayor Reed spat, uh, John Boy celebrity, the, the Baltimore murder rate setting a new record, the Filipino studying boy, and uh, just, uh, just a million things. A couple of dog stories in the news, which are kind of cool. And... Um, Oh, somebody taking a Breaking Bad uh, by, for real example, in Paris or in France and offing a, a college girl who couldn't pay for her drugs. So they killed her and then started decomposing her body in a plastic barrel, which they, the guy said, yeah, we saw it on Breaking Bad. <laughs> we knew we knew better than to get a tub because it would go through the tub like it did at Jesse Pinkman's house. So they got a, 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 one of the pl- special plastic barrels to decompose her in there, and they found her. De- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, twelve ten, twelve ten, and I got billions. Of, a newsbreaker line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Also, uh, just so much stuff I don't even know where to begin. Pete, let's take a quick call here, and we got a new song for you two coming up. First, here is 
Steve on News Radio 1067. Hello, Steve. Welcome, sir. Hey, what's up, Kerry? Hey, my mom used to put some stuff on my fingers so I would stop uh, biting my nails. That's, that's yeah, absolutely. Well too. Yeah. Um, real quick, these, uh, this whole Ferguson thing, does it, they don't even realize the, the damage they're causing their own lives. It, I read something yesterday. Um, the average home in Ferguson sold for around sixty. Uh, sixty-five thousand dollars before the whole Michael Brown incident. Yeah, not now anymore. they're selling for an average of around twenty-one, twenty-six thousand yeah. dollars. Who would go they're there? They're destroying themselves. I, I, who would? Who, I mean, I mean, it's just crazy. You you don't rip, rip apart your own town. Hey, thanks, Steve. It's a good point. Also, I tell you this: Did you hear about what happened in Newport Beach, California, at a movie theater complex? Three guys came in the emergency door. And one of them got up in front of the screen during one of the movies playing, the movie The Gift, which is a psychological thriller movie, got up in front of the theater on the stage and, and, and was started, I guess, in costume and started revving up his leaf blower, which people thought was a chainsaw. And so the people are screaming, they're running, oh, my God, he's got a chainsaw, chainsaw master, oh, no, theaters. You know, what, what's happened in theaters lately, people are thinking about. And so this guy gets up there and goes, and people think it's a damn chainsaw. I'd, I'd have shot him. Or I'd have confronted him. I would have had a gun, of course, and I would have gone right up. Now, since it's a chainsaw, I assume he couldn't shoot me with it, but I would have gone right up to him with that, with my gun cocked in the, uh, around in the chamber. And if it, if it had been a chainsaw and he was threatening people, I'd have shot him. Someone's, you keep pranks like this, someone's going to get killed. Have you ever done anything that stupid that you could have gotten killed over looking back? I thought you had. Anyway, 12-12, 12 12 hey, where are the white women at? Thank you, man. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Well, this is your former commander-in-chief, George Bush, Uh, and this portion of our show is brought to you by my son, Jeb. Oh, Jeb. Who in that debate the other night... Put more people to sleep than Bill Cosby. <laughs> Read my lips. And now here's your host for the time being, no, wait, Kim uh, Peterson. Hey, it's a, you so very much, it's here. Don't make it Look out, it's only me, 1220. We'll give away Braves tickets to the Braves Rockies. Four tickets on August 26th for Firefighter Appreciation Night and Braves Cornhole Tournament. Yes. We'll give those away at 1230. It's a thing. It's like you're tossing beanbags in little holes. Anyway, uh, on this day in 1968, the Beatles released Hey Jude, backed with Revolution, the first single from their Apple Records album. That was 1968. In 1964, also on this very day, the Beatles movie A Hard Day's Night premiered in New York. Its first U.S. showing in 1964, Hard Day's Night. Uh, let see, a quick birthday. Viola, Viola Davis, the actress from The Help, among other things, is 50 today. And all right, 1220 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Quick doggy story. A line coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And a brand new song we'll play for you several times today as well. Georgia Tech researchers are doing something I had not heard of. Now, the other day I mentioned a doggy story where a dog has a special, a help service dog has a master, a woman who uh, passes out and stuff, and there's a special doggy phone that the dog can push to call 911. Well, now Georgia Tech researchers, including a woman, excuse me, named uh, Dr. Melody Jackson and her lab partner, 
are they uh, they developed a wearable technology system called Google Glass. Well, now they've been working for Canine Companions for Independence, a puppy uh, volunteer dog service provider for many, many years. Now they've got a test program for a vest that a dog wears, whereby if his owner's in trouble, he pulls a tab on the vest and a voice calls out. For example, uh, the woman named Barbara Courier has uh, hypoglycemia, so if she passes out from a little blood sugar, her dog can pull a tab which says, Excuse me, my owner needs your attention. <laughs> so if you're out walking around, the dog pulls a tab and it says, Hello, my owner needs attention. Uh, dogs know what's happening, but they have no way of telling you. Uh, now, for example, she, this researcher says dogs can tell the difference between explosives uh, different kinds of explosives, they can tell the difference between an alarm clock and a doorbell, but they can't talk, so they can't tell you which one it is. But if you have a vest on, the dog can pull the tab that says, hey, there's the door. Stuff like that. I mean, how cool is that? Is that unbelievable? Wow. Georgia Tech Research is good for you. So it doesn't just say, rut row. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done it now. <laughs> You're just going to lie there? Twelve <laughs> 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 Oh, It's a newsbreaker line. Hold everything. Let's use that on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Jerry Seinfeld calling. Hey, Jerry, how you doing, sir? Well, I've been listening to the show, and I want to know. Yes, sir. Why would a panhandler republic try to borrow money from the Kimmer? <laughs> sort of like asking an Ethiopian kid for half a sandwich. Yes, no. <laughs> you know why the whoopee cushion never made it in Ethiopia? No, I don't, sir. Six people had to sit on it to get it to work. <laughs> Let's face it, all a panhandle is ever going to get from the camera is practice. <laughs> the man is broke. I got no money. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> he had to get a cosigner to use an ATM. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, a true story. true story. I was sorry to hear about Jack the Horse crushing the camera's foot yeah, over the weekend. Broke a couple of toes again. Yeah, yeah. yesterday management sent Jack a bag of oats, a dozen apples, a new blanket, and a note that said, Next time, aim higher. <laughs> Thank What's you. the deal with Donald Trump? Donald this guy Trump. is unbelievable. He yeah. can do nothing wrong. Nothing sort of wrong. the opposite of the Kimmer. He yes, can do sir. nothing right. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, Donald Trump is demanding that Megyn Kelly apologize <laughs> to him. Are you <laughs> kidding me? To him, yeah. This is like Tony Stewart saying to the guy, hey, hey you scratched my bumper. <laughs> Are you just going to lie there? <laughs> Anyway, here in New York, we were all saddened about the passing of New York Giants legend Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford. As usual, Kimmer, John Madden had his own insightful perspective to the passing. Oh, really? Hey, folks, here's a guy (laughs) when he stops breathing, he dies. Boom. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Draw me a diagram. Big bucks all those years. Big bucks. And today is a sad day for yeah. comedians, the one-year anniversary yeah. of the passing of Robin Williams. Yeah, one year. The yeah. good news is we got all our jokes back. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you know, I always regretted not intervening in the situation, but I didn't want to meddle, Kimmer. You didn't want to meddle? When Robin said he was going off for a belt, I thought he was headed to a bar. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> At least we can laugh about it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Jerry. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, maybe if you didn't steal so much from me, I'd have more of the heart. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> it's a thief. That was a thief. Thank you, Chair. 
1225. Look out, it's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. Right after the 1230 news, I'll play the new song for you. And we'll give away the tickets again. Braves and Rockies tickets, four of them for 826, August 26th. Firefighter Appreciation Night and Braves Cornhole Tournament. And we'll do it at 1230. We'll ask you a Braves trivia question based on a player uh, who uh, used to be on both teams. Well, I don't want to give it all away, but... Anyway, and also, uh, if it, this business with Ferguson, Missouri, honest to Pete, I, don't, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Well, you, you know Sheriff David Clark from Milwaukee County? He's, uh, he's by the way, he's black. Uh, listen to what he says about these idiot protesters once again tearing up Ferguson. This isn't Selma, Alabama. This isn't Montgomery. This isn't the civil rights movement. Mike Brown was engaged in felonious conduct. This is a slap in the face to people like Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. They ought to go back and study Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I don't remember gunfire and rioting breaking out at a protest rally or protest movement that he held. Is there a more cogent comment than that describing this situation? What in the world is the matter with those people? Those people, those protesters, those idiots firing at each other. Oh, and now the, the guy who tried to kill, a, who shot a, some gangbangers were shooting at other gangbangers uh, the other night, and then one of the gangbangers, uh, some cops turned on their lights and siren on their undercover vehicle, turned on their flashing blue lights. So the, one of the gangbangers started shooting, it, sh- shot through the windshield of the cops, and then so the cops shot him, put him in the hospital. His The, the kid's father said he was running to the police for help. They shot him for no reason. He was trying to get help from the cops. So that's why he shot around through their windshield? Hey guys, see over here. (laughs) Idiots! They were shooting at each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, bad gangs against other bad gangs. Fighting for territory, apparently. Maybe fighting with Michael Brown's mother to get T-shirt money. Okay. (laughs) Unbelievable! I just—it's unbelievable. All right, we got more coming up. And contest Braves tickets. We'll ask you a trivia question and a brand new song to stand by with you on News Radio 106.7. Well, this is Congressman Ron Paul, (laughs) Ron, and, and this portion of the Kim Peterson show is brought to you by my son, Ran, yeah, who once won a limbo contest oh. without even having to bend over. <laughs> you see, he's kind of short like me, and now here's your host. He's a good guy. I don't know why they want to get rid of him. Cam Peterson. <laughs> yeah, either do I. <laughs> I can smell the burnout. <laughs> look out. 1234, it's one of the Kimmer. Okay, open up those lines. Give away the four Braves tickets against the Rockies on uh, the 26th of this month for Firefighter Appreciation Night and Braves Cornhole Tournament. Alan Jackson came up with the phrase angels and alcohol years ago before he finally sat down and wrote a song around it. Now it's the title track to his new album. Alan Jackson, marking 25 years in the business, says he's more relaxed than he ever has been. His advice for young musicians, don't get caught up in being a celebrity because your music will suffer. And speaking of getting caught up in being a celebrity, that's one thing that bothers me about what's happened on the Fox News people all of a sudden. They're, they're more celebrity action than they are, you know, worried about being journalists. And now John Boy's, uh, John Boy got his first oh, dose of, of celebrity the other day at the ballpark down there with Hangman. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little about it, John Boy. Yeah, going through the, uh, the luxury suite area of Turner Field, you know, meeting some people, talking to them, and, you know, you yeah. eventually introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, John Boy with the camera show. Like, oh, you're John Boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a few pictures taken. And it was uh, it was refreshing. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, people begin to recognize you. Yeah, but be it. careful. Believe me, that's that's what happened to me when I got into television and thought I was a big shot. I ruined my life. I I, I hated those years. I was a sli- I was awful. I, I hated those years. 
Wow. Be, enjoy it, but be careful. Keep <laughs> keep your uh, feet on the ground, as uh, Casey would say. Well, you know how those big stars are always so temperamental and hard to get along with, asking impossible terms and conditions. <laughs> just paid be nice. I don't know. Uh, I remember my name once in a while. I'm just saying. Right. 12.36. All right, let's get back to the fun. So we'll give away these tickets. All right. Uh, we'll start at the top with Larry, Lisa, Hector, Ronnie, and Michael coming up. Larry, welcome aboard. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Very well. We have four tickets, Braves Rockies, on the 26th for Firefighter Appreciation and Cornhole Tournament. Now, the question is, which player in Braves uh, lore uh, played both for the Braves and the Rockies at first base? Andres Colorado. Yay, the big cat. You got it. Holy moly. Well done. There you go. Larry got four tickets. Congratulations, Larry. We'll put you on hold. And uh, make sure you get these tickets here. <clears throat> well, you didn't do the thing. Uh, we'll put them on hold. You did it too quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, there you go. You got four tickets and a thing. That was on the big cat. Big cat. Andres Gadaraga, as he used to introduce him at the ballpark. All right. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Excuse me. Uh, sort of an internet thing is making the rounds a big deal. I don't know whether you saw it. i got a brand-new song I'm going to play for you here in just a minute, by the way, in case uh, you just joined us, uh, concerning the Ferguson riots and uproar. I mean, again, I don't understand those idiots and what they're doing and why. I just don't get it. And the one protest woman said, well, we want justice and we want change. You have, my God. For one thing, the justice, ought, there ought to be a commemorative march on behalf of Darren Wilson, the cop who pr- defended his life by uh, tr- killing the would-be cop killer. The anniversary ought to be to, pr- to salute our police department for getting rid of a bad guy bum. Oh, it's just everything's backwards. I can't believe it. Everything's backwards. I got a brand new song. But first, I don't know whether you've ever seen this picture. There's a, ni- a photo of a nine-year-old boy named Daniel Cabrera from Mandau City in the Philippines uh, who's studying on the sidewalk at a little makeshift desk outside of a McDonald's restaurant at night. <clears throat> and he's studying. And he's a ninth, uh, nine-year-old kid. And the McDonald's people in the in the uh, Philippines were so taken by this kid who wanted to study so much, they've given him a scholarship to pay for his supplies and his school uniforms and all the school expenses through twelfth grade. Is with an open heart we grant him a scholarship to help him achieve his goals. They're also giving him a monthly allowance. He does his homework outside the restaurant and promises now to study even harder. I don't know why it doesn't say his mom. Maybe that's her street corner. But is she, you know, hey sailor, passing cars. I don't know what's what's mom doing. What's she doing there at night outside of McDonald's? This cheap bastard. <laughs> I mean, the average lifespan of a seven-year-old kid there is like tenth grade <laughs> at best. So they pay seven dollars a year. It's going to cost them. There's <laughs> a heartbreaker. <laughs> All righty, look out. And the Ferguson, Missouri, what a bunch of idiots. I'm, I'm just fed up with this stuff. In fact, there was, what, what's a group called? There was a group of guys who were who uh, had signs saying we're the, uh, the righteous four or something uh, guarding Ferguson, Missouri, and they were being called flamboyant and uh, aggressive. The and, Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers, and they were trying to keep the peace, and, and the protesters complained that they were, and, and even the, uh, some of the authorities complained that they were being provocative. provocative. They're the ones who are provocative? <laughs> My God, what is the matter with these people? I believe it. Well, we even have a song for it with our old buddy Al Blueberry Pie Sharpen here on the Kimber Show. Grab a coat and steal a hat. <laughs> steal a hat. Break a window, palm a plasma. <laughs> palm a plasma. Just direct your feet <laughs> to the 
riot side of the street. <laughs> Sing it out, baby. Loot a pawn shop with a bat. <laughs> Smash your windshield, burn a squad car. <laughs> Life can be so sweet. On the right side of the street. Look, there's my favorite blueberry pie. <laughs> we like to walk through the town where the cops ain't around. <laughs> Take businesses down. Don Tootin', we'll be looting. <laughs> need a stereo. <laughs> to go to Best Buy. Crime spree is complete on the riot, riot side of the street. <laughs> Sing it, Al. Jesse, here comes the cop. Grab the stash. Let's get the hell out of here. And hey, don't forget my blue red pie. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, Al Sharpton here on the Old Kimber program. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. By the way, uh, some of the merchants now are finally... Well, now, why isn't this going over my preview? Here we go. Uh, some of the merchants are now trying to fight back. In fact, one business owner says, uh, you people have got it backwards. These people that want to do this dis- destruction and they want to call everybody racist are taking these nice people that aren't racist and leaning them to the edge a little bit. You're not doing good for your own people, and you got to stop this stuff. He's being very careful not to be misquoted, but what he's saying is, if you weren't a racist before, these protesters are going to make you a racist now because this is just black screaming idiots. I'm sorry, but there's no other way to put it. How many people who had an open mind before are now saying, what do these people want now? I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. They're turning people against black people because they're being represented by these idiots. I mean, I, I, it's wrong to say it, but let's, I mean, you've got to say it out loud. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Did I ever tell you what the actual line was after that in the movie Blazing Saddles? Uh, no. I'll tell you off the air, but the, the really, when she gets him in the rack and she says, is it true what they say about uh, you people are gifted? And he says, it's true. It's true. Well, after I go to the break here, I should tell you what the actual line was that, that what's his name? Uh, Mel, Brooks. Mel Brooks wrote in the script, which they edited out because it was a little too juicy. Coming up. Where's 1242? I want is what I have coming to me. <laughs> All I want is my fair share. Yeah, there's uh, the new spokesman for the people of Ferguson, Missouri. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on uh, Home go. on Thank News you. Radio 1067. Now we're talking here. Hey, this is Rodney, Rodney. and now here's your host, a man who suffers from ED, ED. entertainment deficiency. Are you kidding? (laughs) Here he is, the Kimmer. Heartbreaker. Here's my theme song now, speaking of ED. Eric Carmen for you. When I was young. (laughs) Yes, Eric Carmen, all by myself. He's 66 today, that's it. Uh, also, this is just depressing as hell. <laughs> yeah. Robin Williams, where are you now? <laughs> oh, help me. These 70s songs is just, just brutal. Uh, Eric Carmen, 66. <laughs> Actor Hulk Hogan is 62. Boy, is he in trouble. Holy moly. He's been disassociated with from pretty much everything after his uh, comments about his daughter... 
and a sex tape and a black guy. And uh, it was just, anyway, is Hulk Hogan 62 today. Also, uh, let's see, this was a day in 1997. Christian Slater, the actor in 1997 this day, was arrested after he bit a man in the stomach and threw a cop against a wall during a rowdy party in Los Angeles. Biting a man in the stomach and throwing a cop against the wall, he pleaded guilty or pleaded no contest to charges. Served ninety days in jail, nineteen ninety seven. Christian Slater, there they go. Newsbreaker lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. We had a cop named Joe was on the line, had to hang up, but want to talk about the Ferguson business, which we'll get to again as well. Uh, but speaking of the cops in Ferguson last night, apparently. And yesterday, a bunch of activists were jumping over police barricades in front of the St. Louis courthouse, got arrested, including a guy named Cornell West, who was something of a local famous um, professor and activist. And the cops were cheering when they arrested him and were taking uh, uh, selfies and, and pictures with him to show, hey, finally, we got another guy in jail and so forth. But, of course, they're going to turn that around against the cops somehow. And last night, again, you know, a couple of dozen people in trouble uh, state of emergency. Oh, and these idiots blocked the interstate, I-70. Remember the idiots who did it and because of this Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot business in Atlanta, downtown connector? Well, they blocked I-70, the freeway, I-70 near Ferguson and St. Louis, and any car that tried to sneak through the human barricade, they kicked dents in the doors. Uh, I'm telling you, if they, they should have been run over. And make sure you don't have anything in your system. You don't be smoking weed, don't have any booze, anything like that, so you can be clean for the blood test. And just run him the hell over and say, geez, officer, he jumped right in front of my car. Could Nothing I could do about it. Screw him. I mean, this is bull crap. 12.52. Hey, Newsmaker Line, hold everything. It's the Newsmaker Line. Uh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Cameron. Oh. It's your former president, Bill Clinton. <laughs> president Sticky. How's it going, man? What's up with you? <laughs> Well, it is pretty muggy. I'm sure that's why you're calling it. <laughs> High humidity. Sticky. Absolutely. I certainly sir. hope so. Yes, yeah. Sir. yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I saw her today as National Sons and Daughters Day. Sons and Daughters Day, yeah. Or as Tyler Perry's parents call it, killing two birds with one stone day. One wanted a son and one wanted a daughter. He made them both happy. <laughs> today is also the 50th birthday of that hot actress, Viola Davis, who oh, stars yeah. in the ABC series How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, How to Get Away. Which is coincidentally the title of Hillary's new autobiography. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a lot of people are dying for Hillary to be president. (laughs) Chris Stevens, Ron Brown, John John JFK Jr. I mean, the list is really too long. Yes, it is, sir. Uh, Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill's doing a spinoff series. A spinoff series? What, yeah, it's called How to Get Away with Assault with a Deadly Weapon, co-starring D.A. Danny Porter. That should be good. <laughs> We're just practicing police tactics. <laughs> That's right. You know what you call Danny Porter in a collusion with Victor Hill? I don't know what you call it. Sir. Cover me, John Boy. It's a shrimp combo. A shrimp combo. Oh, hey! hi is this on? <laughs> Did you see where Hillary went to Fifth Avenue Hair Salon, got herself a $1,200 haircut? Unbelievable. Yeah, she wanted to look good for her speech on income inequality. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we haven't always been rich, Cameron. It wasn't no. that long ago back in Arkansas that yeah. Hillary and I were so poor. We were so poor. How poor were you, sir, back then? We had to sleep in the same room. <laughs> same house. Oh, my God. I get flashbacks sometime and have a craving for cottage cheese. <laughs> I just remember when Hillary used to wear a mud pack to bed. It looked pretty good till all the mud fell off. <laughs> Thank you, any young man, for that one. <laughs> well,
Well, Black Lives Matter is yeah. at it again. Last yeah. night they disrupted a show at the Side Door Lounge. The Side Door Lounge, really? The good news is it's the biggest crowd they've had in years. <laughs> the protesters. They were so frightened, they even scared the rats out of the kitchen. So that was good news all around. Hey, I heard Jerry Farber took out a home equity loan. A home equity loan? Yeah, and boy, is his landlord pissed. <laughs> that is awesome. It's supposed to be on your own home, Jerry. I... <laughs> Great to Thank, Thank you so much, former president of these United States. I guess it depends what is, is. Look out. I have oh, a question it... for you. Yes. You were talking about them kicking the doors as they're yeah. going through 70 Yeah. The car insurance won't pay for that because it's a riot thing, isn't right. it? Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Maybe in some insurance companies do. Civil unrest. But if, or... yeah, it's probably not covered. But can you imagine? I mean, honestly, pedestrians blocking the interstate. What could go wrong? <laughs> My question about the things in Ferguson, is there aggression directed only towards white cops or black cops, too? It, there, there is no direction. They're just, they're protesting. They're just, they're angry and mad, but there's no reason for it. For one thing, it's, remember, it's all, it's all nonsense. There was, there was no reason for the protest because the cop didn't do anything wrong. Darren Wilson did nothing wrong. He, he saved his life from a guy who was trying to kill him. Even the federal government with Eric Holder tried to find him and couldn't charge him with anything. State police couldn't charge him. City police couldn't charge him. The federal government tried to charge him and said, no, you didn't do anything wrong. So why are they still acting that way? And, and that led to the protests of those idiots, you know, Black Lives Matter, who keep showing up and doing this at public events. We are, we are, we are, we are going to give you, we're going to let you on the mic. We're going to give you the mic. We will, after Senator Sanders, after Senator Sanders, after Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. Do not tell me what to do. After Senator Sanders. Tell me what to do. I'd like to see him try that at a Trump rally. Please. Boy, wouldn't you love to see that? Get that fat load woman who needs a punch in the face. Have her try that at a Donald Trump rally here in, in Atlanta. Now, by the way, I'm not calling for violence against women. I'm calling for violence against that woman. Twelve fifty-seven news news radio one zero six seven. There's a difference. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more. The Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Robin Leach. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, and I don't know why. Be sure to tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. I don't want to say Kimmer has gained weight. Well, no. But I... when he stepped on the scale at the doctor's office, the nurse said, Hey, that's my phone number. <laughs> the Kimmer Very Show funny. on News Radio 1067. <laughs> I've been sick. Oh, my God. In fact, the other day, uh, John Boy was asking me 
Have you ever heard of these instrumental groups that used to have hits records and rock and roll? Dwayne <laughs> Eddy. This is Dwayne Eddy. This is one of them, The Ventures with Wipeout. And uh, it was 1996, their drummer, Mel Taylor of The Ventures, died from lung cancer in California at the age of 62. We have another instrumental coming up, too. That would, uh, instrumentals used to have a lot of number, number one and top ten hit songs. There's old Mel right here. All right, I got it. It's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. Sweetness, Bell, I'm right in the middle of something. God, for God's sakes, I was going to, I got birthdays, I got stuff to do. I can't find Sweetness, Bell, now. And, uh, I mean, my God, man, hold on a second. All right, there we go. Hold everything. All right. Ten, I'm coming. Nine, stop. stop it. Right. Here we go. All right, here, Sweetness, Bell, Sweetness, Bell. <clears throat> when I die... <laughs> Get you. Your bell's going up sideways. <clears throat> when I die, I want to be reincarnated as a spider. Just so I can finally hear a woman say, Oh my God, it's huge! Hi, oh, hey, yeah! All right, I got it. It's one of the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. Tell you what we'll do. <laughs> Tell you what we'll do. <laughs> He's a big fellow. Uh, well, I have two tickets to the Cork Pullers Wine Beer the Spirits what? Festival. Cork Pullers, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dirty Cork Puller. <laughs> Sneaky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give those. Well, we'll do those at 2 o'clock. Should we do that? It's now 106. At 2 o'clock, we'll give away the cork pullers. <laughs> you dirty cork puller. Anyway, uh, all right, back to the. I'm talking about Ferguson, among other things. We'll do more on the Megan Kelly and Trump and the, and how uh, Hill Lyrie Rodermanum has gotten more ammunition out thanks to the Donald stuff. But first, uh, here's a Joe on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Joe. How you doing? Doing real good. I need to give you some information. Right, right now in the United States of America, there's 1,400,000 gang members. That's as much as our active military. You can check this with the feds. In Ferguson, Missouri, Michael Brown was a code, was a card-carrying member of the Bloods. He, once you join a gang, you're in a gang gang for the rest of your life. Yeah. You don't just join in and join out. It keeps getting worse. The group that we're shooting the other night, Bloods and King David, Fox knows this. You won't hear Fox say nothing about the How gang come problem. nobody said that? Are they afraid to mention gang names or they think it's going to look bad? I mean, talk about being politically correct. People should know if these are gangbangers officially, then people should know about it. I'm just a simple-ass little cop over here in Georgia. And, you know, we get training from the feds. This stats comes from the feds. They tell us what's going on. They share stuff with us occasionally. They know this is going on. Fox knows it's going on. These these people, the mafia, when they were in business, was about making money. The gangsters are to terrorize. They're home domestic terrorists. All they do is terrorize people, scare people, intimidate people, and beat people and kill people. Joe, the other thing that bothers the heck out of me is not only does this have nothing to do with civil rights, this this is just police bashing from the very beginning, and it makes sense if these are gangbangers who are trying to turn the community against the cops. Darren Wilson did nothing wrong. He saved his own life from a guy who tried to kill him, and they're celebrating the life of a gangbanger, a strong-arm robber whose buddy lied about hands up, don't shoot in the first place, which led to the Black Lives Matter business, where now they complain if you say all lives matter. It's, a, it's an assault on every policeman in America today and has nothing to do with civil rights. If you were tracking Pootie Cat, you know that he had beer with one of his buddies because a cop stopped him going in a house 
thinking he was a burglar. Up in Boston. Remember that story in Boston? Yeah, it was yeah, a black yeah. guy going into yeah. a house, and a cop said, yeah. whoa, he thought he was breaking into the house, and a guy yeah. said, I live here, and it was a whole big thing. And then Putty Tad invited him to go have a beer together. Yeah. Now, my son was in Afghanistan when that was going on. Who was watching him? Yeah. They were, they were having, you know, if you if you look at what's going on, everybody says, Putty Cat's crazy. I think he's got a pretty good plan. <laughs> and it's, it's, not ad, it's not advantageous for us. Yeah. Joe, I keep your head down, my friend. I uh, I salute you for what you do, and it's getting harder and harder not only to be a cop, but to have... And, I mean, how are you supposed to recruit people to be in, in a modern-day police force with all that's going on about all the cop-hating out there? And policemen are so defensive now, they're afraid to do anything for fear of getting caught on somebody's camera and have it turned against them. Why do you think Trayvon Martin's parents didn't sue and didn't make a big deal? Yeah, right. Would it surprise you to know he's a member of the Crip gang? Trayvon Martin was? Sure. I the didn't know, know that. that. I didn't now, know that. Listen... When Putty Cats people can't find enough to put a cop in prison for shooting someone, there's nothing there. Wow. Unbelievable. Joe, I am so grateful for your service and uh, for your comments, and I hope you uh, stay safe and get home safe and sound tonight. Take care. Thanks, man. Semper Fi, 110. Holy moly. And, and, and you hear, you, you hear the, the people saying, listen, these are uh, troublemakers. These are not protesters for civil rights. These are troublemakers. They, well, you just heard from a cop who has FBI statistics. They're gang members. You know, and frankly, I, I think we need to bring back the, uh, the, the, uh, the red dog type squads where yeah. you just, you know, if you know where gangbangers are, go get them and have a couple of shootouts. Only you have the superior firepower for once. Use some of those military weapons. But take a freaking tank to their gang house while they're having their meetings. I mean, this is just crap. I mean, this is just nonsense. Everything's backwards. Everything's backwards. And this, this Ferguson business has nothing to do with civil rights. <laughs> and there was change. Everything's changed in Ferguson, including the value of the real estate. It used to be a $60,000 average home. Now it's 20000 who wants to go to Ferguson, Missouri? How'd you like to open and try to open a business in Ferguson, Missouri? If you're a high school kid in Ferguson, Missouri, and there's no way you're going to college, what are you going to do in Ferguson, Missouri? I mean, it's just. A, oh, by the way, speaking of that, you know what's? Uh, you should I have a little fun for a minute in Baltimore. Baltimore just set a homicide record. They've already had 200 murders in Baltimore this year, just so far this year. We're number one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's blame part of that. Let's have a little fun, shall we, for 20 seconds or so. Remember Mayor Stephanie Liar hyphen the mayor of Baltimore, who uh, gave uh, gave the protesters the right to, to uh, destroy. While we uh, tried to make sure that they were protected from the cars and the other you know things that were going on, um, we also gave those who wished to destroy space to do that as well gave them space to destroy then she denied it the next day i never said nor would i ever say that we are giving people space to destroy <laughs> so my words should not be twisted and who did she blame it is very unfortunate that members of your industry Media. decided to mischaracterize my words and try to use it as a way to say that we are inciting violence. There's no such thing. Mayor Stephanie hyphen liar who thinks she's in a freaking beauty contest. And by the way, I heard a police officer this morning on the news saying that the reason they're having so many murders in Baltimore is because of all the pharmaceutical drugs that were stolen during the rioting and looting in Baltimore. And the fight over those drugs and making people crazy over those drugs has led to all these murders. So you can plant this on the doorstep of Mayor Stephanie Liar hyphen for allowing the protesters and the rioters to get away with it, steal the drugs, which led to the record number of murders. And yet she blames the media and lied about her lies. Unbelievable. 112. Hi, I'm my 
<laughs> Thank you, Mayor. The Kimmer Now. Yeah. And news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Yeah. On news Radio 1067. Yeah. Well, this is your former president, Ronald Reagan. And now here's your interim host, who will begin bombing in five minutes. Or even sooner if he takes a call from Brett the truck driver. Yes. Here he is for now, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. I love it. Uh, 120. I got uh, Barry and Mike coming up here with the Kimmer program. But first, more instrumentals. I was on this day in 1962... Booker T. and the MG's classic instrumental, Green Onions, was released by Stax Records, 1962. Another instrumental from the past, the old rock and roller. A couple of quick birthday things here. Uh, Joe Rogan, the actor from News Radio and Fear Factor. Joe Rogan's 48. And Ashley Jensen from Ugly Betty is 47. All right, to the phone. 121 News Radio 1067. News Bank line coming up. Here's uh, Barry on News Radio 1067. How's it going, Barry? What's up? Hey, everything's going great, Kimber. How are you? Good. Welcome aboard. What's happening, man? Well, well I'm, uh, uh, I don't want to question your vast knowledge of yeah, rock well, and roll. Sure, who would, you know? <laughs> you got Green Onions right by yeah. Booker T and the MGs, but the last song, Wipeout, yeah. that was not The Ventures. That oh. was The Safaris. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Wipeout. That is The Safari. You know... Uh, now in the back of my head, I think you might... But b- b- John Boy, when I give a list to John Boy every morning, I tell him what music I want him to play. And I put down The Ventures Wipeout because that's there that was this day in history and so forth. John Boy, you got this off The Ventures, right? Yeah, The Ventures Wipeout, but the Safaris Wipeout. Have you got Safaris? Well, put, hit uh, Safaris also. Wait a minute, here's Hangman. Hold the, on. The Ventures did a version of this song, but it was originally recorded by the Safaris. Okay, now, but we're playing the Ventures version. Right. Right, yeah. You got Safaris in here's, here? Here's a Safaris. Uh, here we go, Barry. Oh, that's the Safaris version they're playing. Here we go. <laughs> now it's the Safaris. Well, you can't tell the difference. It's the same. <laughs> now, how did you know it was different? How do you know? Because uh, the Safaris were the only ones that charted. The, the Ventures had it on an album. It was never a hit. Oh, I'll be darned. If you're going to play, if you're gonna play <laughs> Ventures, then you got to play Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii Five-0, sure. There you walk, go. Walk, don't uh, run. There, walk, don't run. Another beauty. Hey, thanks, Barry. I appreciate it. I stand corrected. I, I, I don't mind being wrong at all as long as we get the truth. Outstanding. Well done. I, I, hold on, Mike. I'll be right with you first. Wait, there's a newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Hester. You know, Mr. Hester, well, those promos are the worst thing I've ever... If that's the best they got, how much must the rest of the show suck? <laughs> but enough about Stephen Colbert. That's what I was talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, yes, new show. God, there are yes. more laughs on the Rock 100 morning show. <laughs> Stephen Colbert. That's going to last about as long as Spanish sports over on WGST. <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> giving some kind of talk is what it stands for. The yes is, well, Donald Trump, good news, Mr. Heston. He made peace with Megyn Kelly last night at a Fifth Avenue bar. They ran into each other. They really made peace with her? Yeah, Trump said, drinks for the whole house and vinegar and water for the cute old blonde over there on the corner. So don't you love those happy endings? Yeah, I, I do love I'm it. Happy ending. Shed a tear right now. <laughs> yeah. Kylie Jenner received a $320,000 Ferrari on her birthday. Oh. Wow. She likes the car, but she's still having problems getting used to the front seat. (laughs) (laughs) Been in one before, you see. Thank you. (laughs) Her sister Kim suggested she get a sunroof so it would have more leg room. More leg room. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank hey, you. Hey, Mr. Hessen, I got a joke for you. All right, sir, Mr. Hessen. It seems this Jew and this no, 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 no. Just slide one by the camera there. It's not. You gonna know be... the difference between sweat and a plate glass window? No, I don't, sir. You'd never see anybody in Ferguson break a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Today is the anniversary of the birth of famous TV preacher Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell's birthday. Wow, birthday. As a matter of fact, the answer is yeah. Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell. <laughs> How did Betty Ford describe her husband? <laughs> Jerry Falwell. I see. He used to he used to fall a lot and bang his head. And Comedy Daniel Chevy Chase and Saturday Night Live. Uh, weeks here. on that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They're jokes. The answer is a pair of pants. A pair of pants. How does John Boy's girlfriend let him know she's thirsty? Oh, 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 oh man. Okay. That's cold there. <laughs> the answer is swinging Richard. Swinging Richard. What's something you might see at a Lenny Kravitz concert? <laughs> <laughs> a little wardrobe malfunction there. <laughs> the answer is Jack the Horse. Jack the Horse. I don't think I can do this. One. <laughs> yeah. Is that a noun or <laughs> verb? Or <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, yes. the final envelope. Oh, thank you, God. Finally. <laughs> Thank you. May your only son open for comedian James Gregory and then do a few minutes on stage. <laughs> Could be a law, I don't know. Don't that just make your butt hurt? <laughs> Cover me on this Could one. The answer is genuine cowhide leather. Genuine cowhide leather. What's the imprint on Robin Williams' neck? Oh, God! Oh, man! Oh, at least we can laugh about it. I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. You come to the right place. We're all a little sorry I'm right now. In hell, so <laughs> Thank you. See you down there in a little while, probably. Oh, Nanus, Nanus. <laughs> oh, Nanus. Oh, man. It just gets better. <laughs> Doink. Ay, ay, ay. All right. 126. Hold on. Mike, hold on for me. I promise. I will get you right here after the old news here. And we'll talk some more about the uh, President Puttitat's White House uh, special assistant staffer who invited her boyfriend, the cop, over to her house outside of Washington for some hungada hungada. And then she started grilling him about his other girlfriend, which she found out about. Tried to get his cell phone, ran to the car, got his gun. He ran back inside, wouldn't give her the password for his cell phone, so she fired a shot at him. Yeah, now she's arrested for domestic violence against her boyfriend, the cop, with his own gun. Puttitat uh, released a statement saying, I can hit my 7-iron almost 125 yards now. So that's nice. 127 on News Radio 1067. Hold on, Mike. This is Regis Philbin, and this portion Regis. of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Kathy Lee Gifford, oh, yeah. who plans to bury Frank right after she lines up a date for the funeral. <laughs> And now here's your host for the time being, the Kimmer. Thank you. Is that your final answer? <laughs> That's my entire repertoire. <laughs> All right, look out. It's only me, 135. Mike, I'm getting right to you. One second. I appreciate you holding on. I know it's important. Uh, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. This is Joe Jackson. He's 61 today. Tell me one more time as 
And you know, on my birthday list, Pete, I, I went right over it and didn't recognize that was Joe Jackson, who, uh, he's had an interesting career. He started off, you know more about him than I do. Yeah, he was like punk in the 70s, yeah. and then he went into like big band stuff. Yeah, strange. Like opera stuff. He's 61 today, Joe Jackson, there you go. Uh, also, a couple of birthdays include uh, computer scientist and Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, 65 today. All right, it's only me, 136. Got a new song for you coming up here on the Kimmer program. Uh, Ferguson Business, we're talking about that and the protests. Here's Mike on News Radio 1067. Mike, I really appreciate your patience. You've been on hold a very long time, and finally, sir, you are on the radio. Thank you, Chachi. I appreciate that. I love you so much. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. I've <laughs> uh, been studying the Black Lives Movement, and there was an article in the Washington Examiner, I believe, two weeks ago say that a white liberal is, is uh, paying the Black Lives Matter movement to go to the uh, go cause trouble across these across these cities across this nation. The white people are active. Is it because of politic politically they want to embarrass uh, Democrats or what? Why would they do that? Uh, I don't. I think well, George Soros is a white liberal. Ah, Soros, yeah, the billionaire who's a, a Democratic supporter and the big money man, and all the liberals complain about the big, you know, the Koch brothers for Republicans. Soros is one of the most, uh, one of the richest financiers of Democratic liberal policies. Uh, and so, you think he's behind it? Yeah, he's definitely um, bankrolling the Black Lives Matter movement. That's why they go on the cross every time an incident go down between, like you know, white white cops or with black on our pen, they're right there. But I don't understand why the Black Lives Matter movement is um, attacking Bernie Sanders because if you, if you look at Bernie Sanders' ideology, that's what they're, that's what they're you know, they, even though the Black Lives Matter movement has an encode, doesn't have a, a concise message, but they said they want change, they want, you know, better lifestyle and Bernie Sanders is what they're, you know. He's their guy. You'd think he'd be perfect. They should be celebrating. They should be up there saying, we love Bernie. We love Bernie instead of taking over the podiums. And they they do it. They did it to the Maryland governor who then said, yes, black lives matter. All lives matter. And they booed him off the stage. And then he apologized for saying all lives matter. I don't get any of this, Mike. It is turning people against the movement of Black Lives Matter. It, it's counterproductive. And as people, when they, when they start storming the stage, people are going to say, oh, God, I've had it with these people. It, it, you know, I don't understand the protests. I don't understand why they would do it, especially for liberal candidates. Well, the next, well, the next plan is they're going to try to shut down the GOP convention. <laughs> well, so, what do you think is going to happen when they try pulling that with the Tea Party activists? That's going to be, well. That's that's a show that I mean that's going to be like a real big showdown because I don't think the police are going to let it happen. To be honest with you, but I really think there's there's something going on. They're trying to spark a race war. I really do think, believe that. You, you know, know I, and I, you know, Mike, as a, as a guy who li- you don't sound like a like a man as old as I am, but I lived through the '60s. And in fact, this was the day uh, in Watts in 1965. The looting and rioting claimed 34 lives in uh, what's basically the black section of Los Angeles known as Watts. It was on this day in 1965 when that all started happening. Why would in the world would anyone want to have uh, race riots and, and keep dividing the races after all the progress that's been made in the last 40 or 50 years? Well, I'm not as old as you are, but I'm an 80s baby. I was living in the Miami at the time when the uh, McDuffie riots had went down uh, in the right. city. Yeah. And that whole section never recovered from that. Detroit never recovered from that. Uh, parts of Miami never recovered from that. I don't think Ferguson or Baltimore is going to recover from these riots. It's going to be black. It's going to be bad for the black people. I mean, I'm black, and 
you know, it's going to be going forward. There's nothing. There's nothing positive that's going to come out of this. Well, well, and and I've never understood why you would burn down your own community where the jobs are. I mean, it just I, I don't I I don't get I I don't understand any of it, and uh, I I feel like I'm a complete idiot. But I lived through all this kind of protest stuff, and I don't understand why they're doing it and what the purpose is, especially nowadays, like with a black president, a black attorney general, black city leaders, black mayors. I mean, it's it's not like, you know, people are deliberately trying to hold down the black man from being successful. So I don't understand. It's so counterproductive and it's turning people against uh, black people. I think it's it's causing people to say, oh, geez, here they go again and write right. off, uh, you know, a, a legitimate protest for for uh, for blacks or anybody else who wants equality and justice and so forth. We all God, who doesn't. But it's turning people off and it's counterproductive and it's doing exactly the opposite of what they're supposedly doing, trying to do in the first place. Yes, unfortunately, it's going to have unintended consequences and, and lead to this. this um uh, this might uh, race war might be one of the unintended consequences. Oh man! Because I work at and I work at a grocery store. I don't, I don't want to mention name on air. That's right. But uh, but uh, the white lady, I help a lot. We, we talk, we converse back, and she was asking, "What's going on? With, you know, what do you think about this Black Lives Movement?" I'm like, "It's, it's not going to be good for our people." Yeah. And she made a comment saying that I think it's going to be a race war. Yeah. She said she hoped to God it doesn't happen. But I'm like, and when she had made that comment, I had like, you know, I wouldn't even think about it until she had made that comment. It's like it looked, it, it, it looked like they won, won a uh, race war. Boy, you know? I, I, man. I, mean, I hope not because, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I moved to Atlanta because it's more diversity. I don't like being in neighborhoods where it's just, just one set of. Oh, I like living in a diverse community. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I came here in 72. We had our first black mayor, Maynard Jackson, was running after Sam Massell. Uh, And and this was was called the New York of the South back in the early 70s, where everything was happening in Atlanta. You had Hosea Williams and Andy Young and Ralph David Abernathy and Julian Bond. I mean, you had a tremendous black leadership. And and it was working. I mean, uh, it was changed, but it was certainly working. And now it looks like that's all being thrown out the window uh, for political expediency. And I I still don't get it. And, the, and it's nothing but violence ahead. And I I, I don't know. I don't, where are the black leaders to try to? Don't you wish that other than Sheriff Clark from Milwaukee, which I'll play again the soundbite him again, seeing people need a history lesson about Selma and Rosa Parks. This wasn't happening during Selma and Rosa Parks. People weren't looting and burning and shooting each other in the name of a race war. And I, where's the black right. leadership, including the president, to say, hey, stop it, you guys. I mean, uh, let's I mean, there's nobody's doing anything except the rioters and the gangbangers. Well, the, the smart black people know that Al Sharpton and the rest of those in the, in the Justice League, knowing that they're, 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 they're uh, tipping black people to make money off of them. That's yeah. the reason why they're doing that. Yeah. Mike, I'm very glad you called. I really appreciate it and all your patience for holding a very long time, too. And your comments are well taken here and much appreciated. 142. <laughs> and now this musical interlude. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Yeah. On news Radio 1067. Yeah. Hello, old dear. Bullwinkle here. Hi, Bullwinkle. And this portion of the Kim Peters and Joe is brought to you by North Korea and Newt Gingrich. North Korea and Newt Gingrich. Name two things with their own time zone. Yeah. <laughs> and now here's your host, Thank you. the Kimmer. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me, 151. More news break lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor and a brand new song as well. Speaking of the Ferguson uproar from idiots just trying to divide the races again. Jim Cale's birthday. Jim Cale's with Guess Who? Guess Who? Guess Who? Guess Who? Who? Guess Who? Who? Guess Who? I am Who? Guess Who? who? 
72. Also, the uh, magazine columnist, and she's in the paper as well, uh, does a column, uh, Marilyn Voss Savant. She's the genius. And you ask, uh, ask Marilyn questions about uh, things that nobody's supposed to know, and she has the answer because she's a genius. I love her brother, Idiot. Idiot for Savant. Oh. Kind of <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, Marilyn Voss Savant is 69 today. And also, this was the day in uh, 1987. Hey, where's the thief? <laughs> hey, where's the thief? Clara Peller. Did you ever see that commercial, John Boy? I have. If you have it, I if have. you haven't, anybody who's too young to remember it, go look it up. It's really, it was, it was really just precious. Uh, the elderly woman in Where's the Beef commercials for Wednesdays passed away on this day in 1987 at the age of 86. And if you ever never saw the commercial, you should Google it and look it up because it's pretty cool. 152. Oh, well, hold everything. Here's the newsbreak line. Let's use on the old newsbreak line. Uh, good afternoon. All I want is a damn hammer. This is Hank Hill calling. Hey, Hank, how's it going? Well, Mayor Kasim Reed is denying accusations, Kimmer, yeah. that he doesn't care for public safety employees. Public safety employees. Yeah. Kasim said, it's only the Christian public safety employees that I hate, you know? That's I mean, Kasim has the same contempt he has for Christians that he has for contraceptives, if I could spit that out. <laughs> He wants to one day be known as the father of Atlanta. <laughs> Thank you. One kid at a time. You know, I like Ted Cruz. He's from my fellow state of Texas. But why does Ted want to do away with medical marijuana just because the FDA said there's no proof that pot treats any disease, Kimmer? Well, I... Hell, there's no proof that Humana Healthcare has ever treated a disease either. Does he want to do away with them, <laughs> That's too? That's my health system. Right? Oh, case closed. I made my point. Yeah, go ahead and die. I'm Hank Hill. Did you see where WFC star Ronda Rousey knocked out her opponent in just 34 seconds? 34 seconds, she kissed. Yeah, that beat Bill Cosby's record by a good minute and a half. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Drink this. Today is the birthday of... Uh, Air, air, uh, whatever you call him, Klaus von Bülow, married to that woman. <laughs> Klaus from uh, Sonny von Bülow, yes. Right, he was inspiration for the Johnny Mathis song. You remember that? Which song was that again? It's called When Sonny Gets Blue. <laughs> oh, he turned blue from being in a coma. Stick a needle in her arm, it won't do her any harm. Because Klaus gets rich when Sonny gets blue. Oh, man. <laughs> This is right up there with one of my favorite Johnny Mathis songs. What was that, sir? Try to remember. <laughs> no, no, I that's my fine. No, that's fine. You so sweet. There you go. Hello. I <laughs> 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 feel like I'm in Vegas all of a sudden. So do I, sir. Well, today is the one-year anniversary of Robin Williams' death, and yeah. Robin's greedy family is still yeah. fighting over his estate. Kimber. Fighting over his estate. Oh, Robin's deadbeat son, Dexter Williams, wants to sell the family Bible. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> they had, they had a and his fat load other son, Marty Williams III, <laughs> wants to swap Robin's Oscar in to buy Popeye's franchise. I mean, when are they going <laughs> to You stop? might have a confusing of a couple of families or something there, sir. <laughs> But, you know, Robin has a little, little thing like death keep him down. Keep him down at all. Yeah, he's doing a new sitcom. It's called Morg and Mindy. It should Morg be good. Morg and no. How? Yo! <laughs> Morg and Who could forget the John Madden eulogy at Robin Williams' funeral? No. What was that like again? 
Hey, folks, here's a guy who wasn't afraid to stick his neck out for you. Oh, oh, <laughs> ah, yowie. Mmm. <laughs> Gonna get a memo on that one, I know it. <laughs> yeah. And we may never meet again. I'll be too Thank you so much. Thank you, Hank. Hank Hill. Oh, mercy. <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> and I think I may have told you about the time, it was back in the 70s, I think, uh, here in Atlanta when Johnny Mathis came to town for a concert. And one of our guys at the old radio station was supposed to go do an interview with him, and he walks into the hotel. Right? I don't know if it was a Ritz or some fancy place downtown, if there was even there. I guess it was still there in the or had been there. Seven. Anyway, he walks into the Johnny Mathis's hotel room, and he's lying on a uh, massage table, and a uh, a young attendant boy is smearing him with cold cream. So it's kind of a. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's getting harder and harder. <laughs> no, that's out of context. I never said that. <laughs> that's a damn lie. 156. Uh, after a two-year separation, a, a war dog named Django has been reunited with his handler, Sheldon Holland, through the gates of Johannesburg's quarantine kennels. After two years, they were inseparable. The guy had to leave his canine unit. He promised one day he'd have him back, and after two years of a lengthy, complicated process, the guy, the soldier Holland was told last week the best friend he thought he'd never see again was on his way, and they've been reunited with his dog, Django. Which, by the way, is one violent movie, Django Unlimited, if you <laughs> don't want to sleep for a while. 157 is on my news big line, a new song coming up on News Radio 1067. And Spire, tra- tickets, tickets giveaway next, too. Who let the dogs out? Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. Well, this is Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Kimmer will begin bombing in five minutes. Tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067. An audience member started walking out on the Kimmer. Uh, one do you time. Think you are walking out on me, the Kimmer asks. Yeah. I'm a talent scout. <laughs> the, man, the Kimmer Show on News Radio 106. For a minute, I just thought it was somebody in the audience in one of my speeches. I, uh... <laughs> I'm not a good speaker. <laughs> 204. And I don't know why they hornswoggle me into being the guest speaker at a celebration in Cobb County coming up in a little while. Not right away, but anyway. Oh, man. Why, what am I thinking? All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the camera. 205. New song coming up for you. Ferguson Riot type song. And a Newsmaker Line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. But first, bassist Nikki Six of Motley Crue on this day in 1999 was arrested for inciting violence at a show in Las Vegas. Nikki Six told the crowd to start flipping police cars. <laughs> Gee, what could go wrong there? <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, that was 1999. Uh, a couple of quick uh, historical things. Oh, in 2002, Jason Priestley, the actor, he was, was a 902-0604-0702-01 in Hollywood thing. Jason Priestley was seriously injured after he crashed a race car head-on into a wall in Kentucky. He broke his back, his nose, and both feet and suffered a concussion. 
Jason Priestley in 2002. That's that's hard there. You mentioned how Nicky's sick saying stupid things. Yeah. He just recently said that uh, Pete Townsend and Roger Daughtry should stop touring because there's only two of them left, you know. Oh, he wasn't afraid they're going to. Oh, man. <laughs> Duh. 206, it's only the Kibber. All right, we're open up the phone lines. I got two tickets to give away to the Cork Pullers. I said Cork Pullers. Beer, wine, and spirits. Oh, <laughs> you dirty cork puller. <laughs> well, that should be a great swear word. I don't mean it. Would be, yeah, yeah, cork puller. Uh, two tickets to the Cork Pullers Beer, Wine, and Spirits Tour Festival, August 29th in Candler Park. And it's a, a festival, and there'll be a food trucks and plenty of food, and restaurants will be there and stuff. So there'll be food of glory. But that you get, you pay your ticket, you get in there, and you get to taste all the beer, wine, and booze that. You can get away with, I guess. I mean, that's you're sampling all these. It's like local beers and local breweries, and What's the name again? it's uh, the cork pullers. <laughs> and it's getting harder and harder. <laughs> that's out of context. I never said that. <laughs> two, two tickets to the cork pullers beer, wine, and spirits festival, August 29th in Candler Park. And uh, we have a contestant right now. Here's uh, Wendell or Wendell, perhaps on News Radio 106.7. Hey, it's a Kimmer. How you doing? Hey, bud. How you doing? Very well. Uh, Pete, what, how do you want to give away these tickets? I forgot. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I've got... Uh, you want to do the shirt? Yeah, do uh, The Kimmer's wearing a uh, flamboyant sh- uh, golf shirt today, along with my jeans and cowboy boots. If you can guess the color, we have two tickets for you. Uh, I'll say purple. Oh, no, a good guess. I'm wearing purple underwear, actually, today. So, but you? you're wrong. Yep. Uh, here's Dan on News Radio 106.7. Dan, for two tickets, guess the color of my shirt. Green. No, no, sorry, a wonderful guest, but not right. How about Kelly on News Radio 1067? Hey, Kelly. Hey. Hi, sweetie. How you doing? Doing awesome. About to go shoot an AR-15 with my son. Outstanding. He's a Marine captain. Oh, my God. down from his deployment. Wow. Well, so give him a big old supper. Fi- Hell, we'll give you the tickets. You're, you got the tickets. No Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to be biased in favor of the jarheads and their moms. Absolutely. <laughs> Two tickets to the Cork Pullers Beer, Wine, and Spirits Tour Festival, August 29th in Candler Park. And uh, what color were you going to say, Kelly? I was going to say red. Well, it, it is red. Pete calls it pink, but it's like a hot cinnamon red pink color <laughs> shirt. So you would have won anyway. Oh, well, excellent. Awesome. Now, where's your son stationed now? You say he's visiting? He's at Camp Lejeune, but he's a captain. But he's about to um, head to uh, Kings Bay, Georgia. For uh, He'll be a platoon commander, a security or something. Outstanding. <laughs> uh, I was at Camp Lejeune for infantry training. What was he doing at Lejeune? Was he, That's was what he... he is. He's an infantry. I'll be damned. Outstanding. Yeah, I know. Y'all are special. Well, you're the special one. Uh, Marine Corps moms are pretty much as special as they get. Kelly, Semper Fi <laughs> and a big oorah to your boy, the captain. Uh, tell him hiya, Skipper, and we'll put you on hold and give you these tickets. Nice go. Oh, heartbreaker. No, 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 no. no. We tease. We joke. All right, 209 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Oh, did you hear about? I'm going to play a, a new song for you in a second. Did you hear about the French family on the way to the French Riviera? On, and by the way, this is a time of year in August. In France, pretty much everybody takes off. It's they just take the month off, as socialist type country, and they just they close everything down. Everybody goes on, on vacation on holiday. Well, millions of families are on the roads to rush to the sea, rush to the mountains. A, a tremendous strain on the country's motorway system and their own nerves. And this family uh, was in, on the way to the French Riviera 
when they were driving along and after the 45 minutes after they had pulled into a rest stop driving along and they heard a, a, an emergency announcement on their car radio and the car radio said that there's a three-year-old girl who's been left behind at a rest stop and they turned around in the car and realized that was their daughter they left their three-year-old kid 45 minutes behind the little girl said uh, she told the cop she said I have a brother, and she didn't know her name or anything about the car. She said, I have a brother and a sister, and we were going to Seaside, and I saw Daddy pull away in the car. <laughs> Three years old. And thank God nothing bad happened, but they finally got the kids, so everything's going to be fine. All right, 210 on News Radio 1067, 844 1067. You'll hear some political stuff coming up, and it's just more excuses for Hillary to start blasting Republicans. But first, the riots in Ferguson, these idiots burning down their town of dozens of arrests. Grab a coat <laughs> and steal a hat. <laughs> Break a window, palm a plasma. It's Al Sharpton. Just direct your feet to the right side of the street. <laughs> Loot a pawn shop with a bat. Smash your windshield, burn a squad car. Life can be so sweet on the right side of the street. Look, there's my favorite, Blueberry Pie. <laughs> we like to walk through the town where the cops ain't around. Sing it, Al. Take businesses down. Don tootin', we'll be looting. If I need a stereo, <laughs> Go to Best Buy. Crime spree is complete on the right, <laughs> right side of the street. Dun, dun, dun. Quick, Jesse, here comes the cop. Grab the stairs. Let's get the hell out of here. And hey, don't forget my blue red pie. Hell, he's sharp. By the way, uh, we had a police officer called a little while ago talking about how uh, much of this violence that's going on in the upheaval in Ferguson is gang-related. And, in fact, he said people don't realize Trayvon Martin was a member of the either the Bloods or the Crips or somebody. Crips. Uh, the Crips. And, uh, and that Michael Brown, uh, John Boy was just Googling. For, you can see him yeah. giving gang signs. Yeah, he was a Blood, and there's plenty of pictures of him throwing up Blood gang signs. And has that ever been mentioned anywhere except no. on this radio station? No. Have you ever heard that, except on my program today, have you ever heard that Michael Brown was a member of a gang, uh, the Blood Gang, and that Trayvon Martin was also a member of a gang? Nope. Nobody's talking about it. Why, I wonder. Gee. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride uh, look out, look on out. News Radio 1067. Yeah, boy. Uh, this is Speaker of the House, John, John Bader. Uh, John. <laughs> and this portion of the Giver Show is brought to you by Robin Williams. Oh. It's sad to think that yeah. he's been gone for one full year. One year. <laughs> and even sadder to think that Bill Ingvall is still with us. <laughs> now here's your host, the Giver. Thank you so much. Billionaire Donald Sterling, who lost the Los Angeles Clippers because of his girlfriend, is suing ex-girlfriend V. Slutiano and uh, website TMZ for the slander and they're releasing the privacy stuff. 
And the uh, Slutiano had to turn over a $2 million home, 800000 in cash, gifts, and a Ferrari, which a judge ruled belonged to his ex-wife. <laughs> she had to give it all up. But now, holy crap in sports, and Pete Davis. Anybody who wants to be the New York Jets starting quarterback, step forward. Oh, they have an opening? Not so fast, Geno Smith. Uh, oh. He's going to miss six to eight weeks after suffering a broken jaw in a <laughs> locker room fight. Geno Smith, their starting quarterback. Yeah, starting oh. quarterback. Hit by linebacker I.K. Pally. Oh, there's a Today. new starter, I guess. Huh? Never heard of was he, he a rookie? He was. I don't know. He was sucker punched by the linebacker. Oh the quarterback's going to have surgery. Enim Cali has been released by the team. And by the way, Holy. I looked it up. Enim Cali in Swahili means jawbreaker. So they should. Are know. you serious? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Geno Smith broke a jaw in a fight, and Cam Newton got a fight with a defensive lineman yesterday. Yeah, or a couple of days ago. I'm Holy telling you, macro. Uh, Braves begin a short two-game series in Tampa Bay tonight. Williams Perez for us. Fist Rockbone pitching for the Rays. Rockbone. Red Sox visit Miami as Stephen Wright. And he said to me, "Did you ever fall asleep driving?" And I said, "No." I've woken up driving. <laughs> <laughs> On the mound for Boston. We all. Former Braves top prospect Jose Peraza made his debut in the Dodgers' loss to the Nationals. Did very well. Jose was one for four with a triple, a walk, and a strikeout. A triple. Well, no wonder we gave him away. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, University of Minnesota Athletic Director Norwood Teague recently resigned amid accusations of sexually harassing women at school events. Norwood claims he was drunk when the groping occurred, mm. but the Golden Gophers should have foreseen this. Norwood did the same thing at two other colleges going back to 2012. Oh, really? The women's basketball coach at Virginia Commonwealth even filed a complaint against him. What an idiot. Doesn't Norwood know all women's basketball coaches play for the other team? <laughs> what part of your job exactly is groping my ass? <laughs> <laughs> the other schools had to pay $300,000 oh, to make it go away. Man. But don't worry about old Norwood. Yeah. He has a fine career ahead of him well. in radio management. Oh, <laughs> I, here There's an opening in San Francisco. I think so. Ex-boxing champion Kasim Auma, yeah. and no, I'd never heard of him either, yeah. is in a spot of bother with the authorities. Yeah. Kasim arrested last year after he got into a fight with another man. He claims the other guy made a pass at him. Oh, boy. Okay, I can see why that would lead to fisticuffs. Mm. Problem is, the first rule of Fight Club is that you don't start a fight when you have cocaine on you. Oh, boy. Because when the cops show up, they are a lot more interested in the cocaine <laughs> spilling out of your pocket than the scuffle. Oh, He's yeah. hiding out in Uganda right now, by the oh, way. He won't come oh, home. Oh, what a good place to hide. That's a good place I'd rather to hide. go to jail. Well, you can disappear in Uganda. <laughs> yeah, forever. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never find you. NFL players have had so much fun on Twitter. Nothing bad has ever happened with no, players no. tweeting that the NFL has decided to join the fund. The league has signed a deal with Twitter for two years. I can't wait to read the innermost thoughts of Roger Goodell when he's drunk at 3 a.m. Saturday mornings. I can see it now. I just suspended pretty boy Tom Brady for four games. Can you believe it? LOL. Hashtag bow before me, biatches. <laughs> and Brady responding, see you in court, Ginger. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be great. Uh, thank you. On this date, 1961, the greatest left-hander in history, Warren Spahn, beat the Cubs to win his 300th victory at the age of 40 for the Milwaukee Braves. Spahn would go on to win 63 more games than most ever for lefty. Wow, and college way. football less than a month away, trouble looms at Auburn. Star receiver Dakil Duke-Williams still suspended. No word on why, but there's a grainy video on YouTube showing him walking dangerously close to a library. Oh, well, you can't have that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, thank you, Pete. Well done, sir. 234 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, we got more news breaker lines sponsored by the Siding Doctor. We'll get on before uh, 3 o'clock here. Let me quickly go back to the phones. Jimmy on News Radio 1067. Hi, Jimmy. Welcome aboard. What's up, sir? 
right. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, we were, me and my wife went out to Tunica, which is close to Memphis, Tennessee, yeah. uh, this weekend. Yeah. And we passed a, a funeral coming down the, on the other side of this big me, uh, medium out there. Uh-huh. And it was it, it was one that caught your eye. And we, you know, we pulled over and all. And it, we come to find out, we was watching news that night, and there was a Marine was killed on a, mo- on a motorcycle out in California. And and uh, they undoubtedly, the it's the honor guard uh-huh. had took him from one line to, down to the Nevada line, and somebody else picked him up. The ashes. Uh, his mother couldn't afford to, to fly out there. She had him cremated and was going to fly him home by FedEx. And they was escorting him state to state. Holy cow! Wow! And it was amazing. I, I, after I, I seen on news, it brought tears to my eyes. Boy, I'll bet you. Oh my it, God! What a it, what a tribute! It, it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, even not knowing what it was. Yeah. But uh, I, I just I, I knew you'd love that's to hear that's very that touching. Story. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, thank you. I really do appreciate it. Uh, once a marine, always a marine. That's for sure. Two twenty-five. It's only the camera. News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Megan Kelly says uh, the Donald wants her to apologize. Well, I think Megan Kelly uh, is going to put the kibosh on that. He felt attacked. It wasn't an attack. It was a fair question. But I get it. And, and he's in the arena, and so am I. So it, it's okay with me that there's you know some consternation. I'm sure he'll get over that, and we'll be fine. And right. so will America. And Fox News has assured the Donald that everybody will treat him fairly, and still this is getting sillier and sillier. And they keep asking other candidates to talk about Trump. Lindsey Graham was asked, will you support Donald Trump if he's the nominee? I told you I'd hold my nose and vote for him, uh, but we'd get killed. I mean, Hillary Clinton would beat him like a drum. Yeah, and Hillary's taking aim at the whole GOP. Because of Trump, she's blaming all the GOP candidates for what he stands for. What Marco Rubio said has as much of an impact in terms of where the Republican Party is today as anybody else on that stage. And it is deeply troubling, and it should be to the press, not just to those of us who have been doing this work for so long. When one of their major candidates, a much younger man, the senator from Florida, says there should be no exceptions for rape and incest, that is as offensive and as troubling a comment as you can hear from a major candidate running for the presidency. What's troubling is that you turned against women of all kind in this country back when your husband was raping and beating women and abusing women and you were in charge of the nuts and sluts defense to blame the women as being a bunch of tramps. And where where were the women of America standing up for other women when you were attacking them? What a disgrace. I'll vote for Trump over her any day. 227 on News Radio 1067. Well, this is your former commander in chief, <laughs> George Bush. HW. And this portion of our show is brought to you by my son, Jeb. Yeah, Jeb. Who yeah. in that debate the other night put more people to sleep than Bill Cosby. <laughs> Read my lips. <laughs> and now here's your host for the uh, time being, oh, Kim hey, Peterson. Yeah. Hey, honey, I'd like to wet your whistle. There you go. 235. I love this song, Jana Kramer. She has a secret. Out of all of the places. Which is not a secret any longer. She's a beautiful girl, by the way. I love this country girl. Jana Kramer is revealing why she's been throwing up during her concerts. She's preggers. Jana Kramer and her NFL player husband, Michael Cawson. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. Uh, they were expecting their first child. They started dating a year ago and are married, and they're going to have their first baby. So congratulations. 
to them. A couple of birthdays. Actor Chris Hemsworth from Tron and the Avengers. Chris Hemsworth's 32 today. Thor. Yeah, Thor. <laughs> That's right, Thor. That's right. And let's see, a little historical note here for you. In uh, On this day in 1860, the nation's first successful silver mill began operating near Virginia City, Nevada. And the first federal prisoners arrived at Alcatraz on this day in 1934. It used to be a military prison. And I've been there. I took my daughters there on a trip, and we went into the solitary confinement, and they closed the door, and it's total pitch black. I mean, there's no light of any kind. It's scary. I mean, we, they closed the door on us for, like, maybe a minute, and people were going, okay, we get it. I mean, it was I, uh, just thinking about it. Yeah. All right, 236 on News Radio 1067, 844 1067. I got news bank lines coming up for you. We were talking politics a little while ago. <clears throat> Every time the Donald does something, it gives Hillary Rodham Rodham, the former first liar, an opportunity to blast Republicans. And now even the Democrats are having trouble. The uh, former governor of Maryland, Martin O'Malley, who doctors confirm has no testicles, is complaining about the. <laughs> well, what a. He's a coward and a pansy. He got shouted down by the Black Lives Matter people and apologized for saying all lives matter because it was so offensive. Well, now he's talking about how the fact nobody will listen to anybody in the Democrats. The presidency is not a crown to be passed back and forth between two royal families. And in our party, sadly, uh, we are now being told that we're only supposed to have one debate in New Hampshire before the people of New Hampshire get to vote. And by the way, the largest nurses union in America just endorsed Bernie Sanders instead of Hillary Rodham Rodham. And Bernie Sanders is drawing crowds of 20,000 people to hear him speak. Wouldn't you love to have the socialists running as the Democrat for the ticket against the Donald? <laughs> oh, mercy. How about a news breaker line? We'll get back to politics in a minute on News Radio 1067. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Jerry Seinfeld calling. Hey, Jerry, how you doing, sir? Well, I've been listening to the show, and I want to know. Yes, sir. Why would a panhandler republics try to borrow money from the Kimmer? <laughs> sort of like asking an Ethiopian kid for half a sandwich. <laughs> you know why the whoopee cushion never made it in Ethiopia? No, I don't, sir. Six people had to sit on it to get it to work. <laughs> Let's face it, all a panhandle is ever going to get from the camera is practice. <laughs> the man is broke. got no money. <laughs> it's gone. He <laughs> had to get a cosigner to use an ATM. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a true story. true story. I was sorry to hear about Jack the Horse crushing the camera's foot yeah, over the weekend. Broke a couple of toes again. Yeah, yeah. yesterday management sent Jack a bag of oats, a dozen apples, a new blanket, and a note that said, next time, aim higher. <laughs> Thank What's you. the deal with Donald Trump? Donald this guy Trump. is unbelievable. He yeah. can do nothing wrong. Nothing sort wrong. of the opposite of the Kimmer. He'll yes, do nothing sir. right. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, Donald Trump is demanding that Megyn Kelly apologize <laughs> to him. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> to him, yeah. This is like Tony Stewart saying to the guy, hey, hey you scratched my bumper. <laughs> Are you just going to lie there? <laughs> Anyway, here in New York, we were all saddened about the passing of New York Giants legend Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford. As usual, Kimmer, John Madden had his own insightful perspective to the passing. Oh, really? Hey, folks, here's a guy (laughs) when he stops breathing, he dies. Boom. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) 
Draw me a Paying diagram. Big bucks all those years. Hey, big bucks. And today is a sad day for yeah. comedians. The one-year anniversary yeah. of the passing of Robin Williams. Yeah, one year. The yeah. good news is we got all our jokes back. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you know, I always regretted not intervening in the situation, but I didn't want to meddle, Kimmer. You didn't want to? Meddle. When Robin said he was going off for a belt, I thought he was headed to a bar. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> At least we can laugh about it now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jerry. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, maybe if you didn't steal so much from me, I'd have more of a heart. <laughs> I <would> think so. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. 240 on News Radio 1067. I got more newsbreaker lines between now and 3 o'clock, by the way. Also, speaking of politics, Laura Ingalls Wilder on the TV show Little House on the Prairie is running for Congress. Melissa Gilbert is running as a Democrat in Michigan's 8th District, which includes the capital of Lansing. Uh, she's running for Congress to make life easier for all families who feel they have fallen through the cracks in today's economy. Ironically, Melissa Gilbert owes the IRS $360,000 in back taxes. Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> she's saying, I'm working on it. <laughs> she's running for Congress on the economy platform, apparently. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, of course, the Democrats are, they, they keep, they, once again, the uh, idiots are turning on their own at, uh, at events for Democrats. We are real! We're going to give you, we're going to let you on the mic. We're going to give you the mic. Let us speak. We will, after Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. Do not tell me what to do. Unbelievable. This is that Black Lives Matter that started on the Michael Brown business, who, by the way, we find out was a member of a gang of the uh, of the Bloods. Or the yeah, the Bloods. Yeah, it was a blood. A blood. It was a blood. And uh and, and and Sheriff Clark in Milwaukee says these protesters in Ferguson are idiots. Selma, Alabama. This isn't Montgomery. I I hit the wrong thing. Here you go, from the beginning. This isn't Selma, Alabama. This isn't Montgomery. This isn't the civil rights movement. Mike Brown was engaged in felonious conduct. This is a slap in the face to people like Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. They ought to go back and study Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I don't remember gunfire and rioting breaking out at a protest rally or protest movement that he held. Sheriff Clark, who happens to be black, by the way. 242 with a Kimmer. All right, well, who am I? It's just another scuzzy white guy. Well, now. <laughs> I need help. It's getting harder and harder. That's out of context. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Here we go. News Radio 1067. Standing by. Well, this is Congressman Ron Paul. Hey, Ron. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by my son, Rand, Rand who once won a limbo contest Mm. without even having to bend over. (laughs) You see, he's kind of short like me. (laughs) And now here's your host. He's a good guy. I don't know why they want to get rid of him. Kim Peterson. (laughs) Rand Paul and his driver's license picture. You can see his feet. (laughs) 251. Mike Pinder of The Searchers has written his autobiography about the band and his own life. I'm not sure it's going to be a huge bestseller. Uh, Needles and Pins, one of their, probably their biggest and only hit. Now, they did Sugar and Spice, but Needles and Pins was their big song. But he went on to be big with the Moody Blues. I did not know he that. He was the Mellotron guy. Oh, really? Yeah, no kidding. Well, we like the Moody Blues. And I uh, see a couple of historical things, if you don't mind. A newsbreaker line coming right up. Uh, the steamship SS Arapaho 
On this day in 1909, became the first ship in North America ever to issue an SOS distress call off the North Carolina's coast with Cape Hatteras. 1909, first SOS. And you know what SOS is in Morse code, John Boy? Save our ship. Yeah, but I mean, uh, what, how you what, 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 how you signal it? Uh, I think it's like like one long and two. It's three. It's it dot 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 dash 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 dot dot dot. Isn't that right? Or, or the other way around? But it's three and then three and then three. I believe. I can't remember. I, I don't remember. <laughs> if you get it wrong, it means go away. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Professor Backwards drowned because nobody could understand his pleas for play play. <laughs> See, Professor Backwards. He... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 252. <laughs> How about a newsmaker line? Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? Hey, it's Charlton Hester. You know, Mr. Hester, well, those promos are the... Worst thing I've ever... If that's the best they got, how much must the rest of the show suck? <laughs> but enough about Stephen Colbert. That's what I was talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh, sorry. I mean, yes, new show. God, there are more laughs on the Rock 100 morning show. <laughs> Stephen Colbert. It's going to last about as long as Spanish sports over on WGST. <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> giving some kind of talk is what it stands for. The yes is, well, Donald Trump, good news, Mr. Heston. He made peace with Megyn Kelly last night at a Fifth Avenue bar. They ran into each other. They really made peace with her? Yeah, yeah, Trump said, drinks for the whole house and vinegar and water for the cute little blonde over there in the corner. So don't you love those happy endings? Yeah, I, I do love it. Happy ending. Shed a tear right now. <laughs> yeah. Kylie Jenner received a $320,000 Ferrari on her birthday. Oh, wow. She likes the car, but she's still having problems getting used to the front seat. <laughs> been in one before, you see. Thank you. Her sister Kim suggested she get a sunroof so it would have more leg room. More leg car. room. Hi -oh. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Hey, Mr. Hesson, I got a joke for you. All right, sir, Mr. Hesson. It seems this Jew in this No, 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 no. <laughs> Just slide one by the camera there. It's not good. You gonna... know the difference between sweat and a plate glass window? No, I don't, sir. You'd never see anybody in Ferguson break a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Today is the anniversary of the birth of famous TV preacher Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell's birthday. Wow, birthday. As a matter of fact, the answer is yeah. Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell. <laughs> How did Betty Ford describe her husband? Jerry Falwell. I see, he used to he used to fall a lot and bang his head. And Comedy, Daniel. Chevy Chase and Saturday Night Live. I worked weeks on that. <laughs> Sorry. They're jokes. The answer is a pair of pants. A pair of pants. How does John Boy's girlfriend let him know she's thirsty? Oh, 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 oh man. Okay. That's cold there. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Swingin' Richard. Swingin' Richard. What's something you might see at a Lenny Kravitz concert? <laughs> <laughs> a little wardrobe malfunction there. <laughs> the answer is Jack the Horse. Jack the Horse. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Is that a noun or <laughs> verb? Or <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, yes. the final envelope. Oh, for thank you, God. Finally. Thank you. May your only son open for comedian James Gregory and then do a few minutes on stage. <laughs>
could be a law. I don't know. <laughs> don't that just make your butt hurt? <laughs> Cover me on this Here's one. The, the answer one. is genuine cowhide leather. Genuine cowhide leather. What's the imprint on Robin Williams' neck? Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, at least we can laugh about it. I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. You've come to the right place. We're all a little sorry I'm right now. In hell, so it's... Thank you. See you down there in a little while, probably. Oh, Nanus, Nanus. Oh, Nanus. Oh, man. It just gets better. We're going to get a memo. 256. Uh, News Radio 106. By the way, some video to look for later on. We just saw a glimpse of some video in, was it Oregon? A train trestle, an old-fashioned wooden train trestle, you know, a bridge where trains go. Completely on fire. The whole thing is burning. (laughs) I mean, it looks like Godzilla got to it, yeah. Anyway, uh, tomorrow it's uh, midday in the week, and all I can say is Semper Fi. God bless America. Look out. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.